Hey everybody, I'm Chad Eckert and that is Eric Martins and together we are always with you on Wednesdays cracking beers. Absolutely. Clicking names. Mm. One last time for the Tour Championship. We've made it to the end of the season. Um, this is uh, a staggered start. Someone's going to come home, Eric, with $18 million. Yeah, it's wild. Um, but you and I, we're going to try to come home with $1,000. Since we are in a league together, we're going to get to our uh, a story about that. But this is the new channel, so I need your subscriptions. Click that for our ego. We need to get uh, as many subscribers as we can. Um, I'm up north right now, Eric. Uh, Josh is busy. I need to get this over with. I got to get out on the boat. It's a beautiful day here up north at the cabin. How is the weather and the temperature in North Dakota for you? Not bad. Uh, upper 70s, low 80s today. I actually haven't been outside, but yeah, it's good. Oh, apparently it's 114 heat index in the cities, so everyone's hot as hell. Ooh. And so I'm escaped. I escaped that. So we're up here. We're talking. Uh, what is this uh, show about PGA DFS? So if you're new to this channel and you're just wondering what's going on, we're going to do it a little differently. Normally we go through what are our five free squares. They're sponsored by NoonanGolfCo.com. NoonanGolfCo.com promo code FGP. We'll give you a 10% discount. Uh, we normally check on ownership and we're talking, you know, we go through the strategies and stuff like that and who our clown clicks are going to be and show our lineups. But this is different. The tour championships, a staggered start. There's 30 guys, you know, that whole thing. And it's different this week because Eric and I are in a league together. Like I mentioned off the top, there's 30 total guys in this fantasy golf league. The top 12 make the playoffs. The playoffs consist of the real three playoff weeks for the PGA tour season. So Eric and I, we made it into the top 12, and then we advanced, both of us, to the top six, which is the second round last week. And out of six, we go to top three, make it in for this week to fight for $1,000. That's the top prize. So last week, where six guys are in the final, uh, they have a chance winning it all, five out of the six made it in, and only and one person forgot their lineup, Eric. <laughs> Can you that was this? funny. No. So this was great. This is great for you and I. So we already uh, we don't have to beat him because he doesn't have a lineup. Then another guy got Hideki'd. So <laughs> he was basically out of it on a no-cut event. You can't get Hideki'd. Leaving four names, four owners, four teams for three spots. Quickly, uh, Eric and I, we had realized we made poor lineups. We are fighting then, us two, for the final spot in the playoffs. And uh, – we, we we came to the conclusion one of us is going to be saddened when it came down to it, like because it was basically like our lineups were neck and neck. This was Saturday at 1.18 p.m. I actually have some visuals. We're live on YouTube. If you could like and subscribe or be find us over there, that would be sweet. Let me show you this visual here real quick because we do present stuff on. I've gotten better over the years at doing this. Here's the text on Saturday afternoon, uh, 1.18 p.m. I selected poorly this week. This is Eric saying he will suffer the consequences. So I said, no, no, no. I think I think I'm gonna lose. So like in my head, I'm like, one of us is gonna lose. We both suck. This is annoying. Saturday afternoon. What if we split next week's winnings? He's like, how? I go, I haven't really looked in like an hours, but I'm not sure. But I think we're both fighting for this. And uh, we, um, you know, so we're like, we could work together next week, build a lineup on the pod and split the $1,000. So here we are. 
But then Eric said, didn't agree to any of that. Nope. (laughs) No, he went dark on me. It was a ghosting situation. So I was wondering if maybe Eric didn't like my team, preferred his chances. So I sent this message. Look, as you can see, 334 on Saturday. I said, hey, let's split this, dude. Unless we finish 2-3, haha, whatever. We're going to tie for third. This is going to be so close. And you wrote me back at 6.05. Amazing. We made bad lineups. I don't know. Yeah, we haven't learned, have we? It's kind of funny. Uh, good luck today. Okay, so nothing. No agreement. Nothing has been concluded about whether we're going to split, if Eric thinks he's better than me. So I woke up in the morning. I'm like, I guess it was head-to-head. Well, good luck, you know, because we basically were the exact same score with totally different teams. But it's so we, like, I don't know. For some reason, we were about to tie. So then an hour later, you said, should we make a deal to split, guaranteeing we both have a chance at money, or is this dumb? And I'm like, no, this is what I said. This would be more fun to get together live on Wednesday where it's no one cares about this week, and then we talk about who we're going to click. So here we are. Eric ended up actually beating me by five points. I could show um, another <laughs> visual. Like I said, we're in a league. This is uh, I just made this whole thing up. We use DraftKings scoring to figure this out and you can see that this is the um eric actually did you finish second in the league total yeah quagnus finished playoffs. second overall yeah yeah overall so on the season so you went uh, he's already won 300 bucks but uh this week we're going against ryan ackert and oren pearson and those two teams those are people from twitter so you might be following these people but you can see here like we had eric and i made bad teams i mean uh no offense to ryan but he had hideki so he probably would have been better than us but sorry buddy you had hideki so then we have uh eric and i i lost to eric by five officially eric's the one that made it to the finals but as you can see on those texts we agreed to uh <laughs> play together so here we go. now uh with that said uh let's build a winner let's do this yes Comments are welcomed if you are interested in helping us. No one's in the chat, but that's okay. Uh, I wanted to start out before we began to talk names <clears throat> that I don't think. Oh, here, <clears throat> let me show this. Oops, because this is this is important to start to think about. Is like uh, this staggered scoring. So you have these players that are starting at ten under all the way to even par. Scotty Scheffler at ten under. So. I'm kind of considering this. So I've, I've thought about it for a little while. I'm sure you have too, but I don't think it matters if there's uh, if there's seventh or worse. So you have five, one, two, three, four, five. So like three under or worse, these are all the same in terms of DraftKings scoring potential or the equity that they get for receiving three under because of the fact that seventh place pays out 10 points and 30th plays out four points. On DraftKings, so the scoring there, like your seventh or thirtieth, you gain four points. So I don't, I'm not in a position to like take into consideration someone at four under over someone that's even par. Like that doesn't really make make that much of a difference to me. Are you trying to stuff your our group think lineup together with people that are mostly six under, five under, four under? Are you just going for birdie makers and you're kind of not even sure that this ten under, four under start even affects your decision making? Have you thought about this? Yeah, it affects it a little bit. I mean, there is a huge advantage for the top three to five, I'd say. You might maybe you'd say Lucas Glover starting at minus five. That's I mean, on DraftKings, his price compared to everybody that's more expensive. I mean, that's that's a, a value right there. Um, but yeah, no. Otherwise, yeah, we're just gonna have to get really lucky with our three and under names and hope that we pick the guys that go off 
over the course of four days because I mean, this is this is a 30 man event, so we're gonna see the same bullshit that we see each week where it's like some guys do really good and some guys are gonna be over par and then we'll know we're in big trouble. But it also will depend on who, you know, our our opponents pick, and that was something I know you wanted to talk about eventually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so there's some strategy involved. Right out the gate, though, a big question about what we should do with our build. Should we build with our heart or with our head? Because, like, obviously, like, our heart probably want a Lucas Glover, Sung J.M. start yeah. and potentially put a Spieth in this lineup. Right. And me, you know, like, who else are we in love with that's, like, a group, you and me, together? It's kind of like we're Fowler fans and stuff like that but see and then morikawa probably this Morikawa, gives us a, i click yeah and then the, you, and then you put henley so then and it's henley, like yeah yeah so like this kind of gives us a heart a heart feel lineup but i don't know if we need to do a heart um like you mentioned though we kind of are in a little bit of a cash game situation because what happened is that we're uh well, i guess i could do it this way we could go to our league. So we're in a league and we're only playing against two other people. And I haven't really looked into what these two have done, but I know Ryan Ackert has been playing really well and he's been having great results. So like last week, Ryan Ackert was the best out of everybody that played. Oh, he took Hobland. See, I was going to check in to see if Ack, see, okay. He's a little bit of a chalk donkey, Ackert, which is funny that his name is Ackert and I'm Ackert. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. And everyone asks, like, don't you know him? Like, no, he's from the internet. Okay, so then you have Oren uh, Pearson, and he's sort of a chalk donkey, but he went Taylor Moore last week, which is just a flyer. So that's interesting. So huh. that's that's last week. We don't. So then let's look at the other uh, playoff week, how they made it in. So Ryan won. Oh, he's been riding Hovland two weeks in a row. I bet he goes back to Hovland. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so what about so Ackert? Um, eating oh a little bit less chalky with the Connors and the Glover. He's going a little bit contrarian there on that week. This is the FedEx St. Jude. Keep in mind. Uh-huh. Oh, and then we got uh Hovland for Oren too. He's more he yeah. God, these guys are just good at DraftKings. I think more than anything. Yeah. Okay, so that might not have given us any information on what they were going to do. So maybe we don't really care about that. Maybe we do this. Um, I have calculated ownership for like a long time. Um, I used to be partnered with FanshareSports.com. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Poor guys. Hold on. Um, I swear. Whoops. I swear I'm doing something that's going to be helpful to visualize. Stick with us here on YouTube. All right. So then we present the screen. And this is my ownership projection spreadsheet. I'm very early this in this. And I'm waiting for my guy, Brick. I haven't even checked for a little while to see if he's got his up yet or not. Um, but my most owned names, Sam Burns at 60 or uh, 6,100. He's going to be 41% owned, Eric. Wow. Okay. Okay. So what was I getting at? Um, oh, uh, so who are the chalk, you know, like, is that going to matter? Will somebody, so then do, can we not have Burns? Do you think these other two guys will have Burns? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, that's one thing. I, I, don't, I don't know if I found myself in this position where we're trying to figure out how to beat two other guys. Because it's like, if we kind of know that they're both going to take Hovland, shouldn't we just take Hovland and, and have that one piece not to worry about? You know what I mean? Like, and, and having a, a guy that goes dumpster fire and Hovland goes off and we didn't take him. 
Like, is that a strategy too? When we mm. are pretty sure that Hovland is going to be possibly in both of their lineups, you know, how do you not click Hovland? I mean, my God, he's, he's like had the best nine holes of his career. See, I'm afraid that that's, is that sustainable this week? Right. Or can you get, can you do that again? I bet. I mean, he's, these guys got four guaranteed rounds again. I think that makes just such a difference mentally. It would for me as if I was competing in golf that I didn't have to worry about a cut, you know, the cuts, the cut can happen for any of these guys, even the elites. So it's like, they don't have that, they, but they do have the, you know, the starting in, in a, starting you know three shots back or five or whatever it's going to be depending on their position there at the top that's about the only thing i could think of that's going to be on their mind they're going to have to make up stuff and i mean if scheffler goes off on the first day like that would be really annoying for okay so i did i did want to talk about scheffler i watched our guy uh sweet spot dfs he does the video where he reviews the past winning and gp uh, optimal lineups whatever uh-huh. so uh a lot of the times the like top price guy Performed really well and scored a lot of points, but uh-huh. cost someone the ability to achieve the perfect lineup or achieve the optimal or winning lineup because of the fact that the, the price you had to pay for them wasn't high enough and you only get the 10 points over the second place. So like it really didn't offset enough so that picking the second most expensive person or even Hovland, it's the third most this week. That's probably even a better potential possibility or strategy. So do we even need or can we afford to pay for Scotty at 13-4? I mean, you have you can, you just then you have to take a bunch of guys that are gonna start off at even and minus one, pretty much. Yes, yeah. See, I, I, are you sold on taking Scheffler? No, I'm not. Yeah, see, see, I don't think I I don't think we can afford it based on what I I've seen. So then do you go jump down to course history people and you look at Rory and you pair him with Xander? Because it feels like that's kind of what you've been doing a lot lately is you've been going with the course history. You've been going the recent form. You've got Xander having an under-the-radar weaker season. And then you got Rory, Mr. FedEx Cup playoffs, going for his third in a row, I think. or is No, it's back-to-back, his fourth overall FedEx right. Cup championship. And he was playing great. Like His worst finish is 47th in May. Other than that, this dude is on like an epic run. <laughs> Well, we go Rory Xander, and we got 6,600 left. Right, so then you definitely do need to dumpster dive, and I think you do go to Bermuda Burns if you were going to do something like yeah. this kind of a start so that you're you're already eating the chalk at Burns. So then we're probably uh, five out of six of our spots, and then we have three left at 6,800. And then he's like, okay, do so you want more cow? Does that leave us anybody any money left? No, and then no. you want Spieth, kind of, and then you're already kind of eating some chalk with Spieth, Burns, Rory. That isn't. It's it's hard to start Rory Scheffler, dude, or uh, Rory Xander. I, I think I think probably what we should do is just start with Rory and then work our way down. Or not? Excuse me, not Without Rory. Xander? I would say maybe no. Let's save some money and take Xander. Sorry, I meant to say fade Rory. Even though, yeah, he's my one of my favorite plays this week. But for our purposes. I just don't know what these guys are going to do. It's weird to think about. But 10,500, he's got the best course history amongst everybody, Xander Shoffley. Now we're not digging all the way down to the bottom. I mean, you're right. The the, the finishing points only really matter up top. So it's like the, if those guys down at the bottom, like 
make moves but still only finish 20th, but they made a bunch of birdies. That's what's going to make a big difference. We're going to have to find those guys. So I don't know. This is a this is a really this is where we can really overthink, <laughs> which we've done. I know, I know. Okay, so we're just talking through it all so that when we get to the end, we don't have any fear of missing out on something. So we already talked about how you, you might probably have to start Hovland, but maybe the other two people we're playing against are starting with Hovland. So maybe you don't do that. Maybe you don't spend up for Rory or Scheffler. Uh, uh, and so you go down and you maybe eat the Xander there because he's been playing really well here. Um, or, Eric, do you have to consider the fact that the weather in Atlanta is going to be like a million degrees? Are we worried about this for some of these guys? Um, I never really worry about it because this is what they do. They deal with it. They've got, I mean, th- these guys have teams that feed them and make sure they're hydrated. So we have to keep in mind, actually, though, that the 30th place guy, de- depend, no, no matter how he finishes, he could quit. He is going to make $500,000. If he ends up hustling and busting his ass he could maybe make a hundred thousand dollar more if he finishes 22nd so like there's a point where like no i don't know like these people might not care and be like fine with 500 and 580 versus 600 or 720 like they might not care about the money so i i have to i do think though that part of the process for you and me is to start eliminating people that we will not be selecting because we, we could obviously make cases for everybody here. So I did want to start with potentially worrying about guys that I consider pampered, which, or people that kind of get annoyed and give up and that it's the end of the year. They're tired. How about uh, fading Tyrrell Hatton who hasn't played that great in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. On board with that. Yeah, I can get on board of that. It, my model shows that he has decent course history, but you're right. He hasn't been playing great. I mean, what was going on last week? It was not good. No, not I've clicked good. him the last two weeks, dude, and it's been thir- 43rd and 34th, and he's just a pampered he, – he, he needs to get over it. He's still Rom Jr. Right. Um, okay, so so we can fade and uh, eliminate uh, – because 6,900 is very tempting for somebody like Hatton, who is – what is he starting at uh, – Minus, uh, oh, well, he's starting at even par. So I guess, yeah, another reason we don't care about him. We're fading him. And then what about another pampered, uh, Emiliano Grillo? Are we worried about his attitude problems? <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes exactly. he gets mad. Yeah. He might be over it. Well, he seemed like he wasn't too happy about things when we saw him last month. And I don't <laughs> know. The results here aren't, aren't necessarily great recently. That's not terrible recently, but got here yeah i mean it's, it's not good these are last two or no cut events and he's getting 20th and 31st so it's yeah i okay and he's I, a pampered and it's warm and it's hot and it's sweaty and he doesn't care about it so maybe we don't use him or siwoo kim okay as much as i like the fact that siwoo could be our gpp winner because he could end up doing something crazy. He hasn't been the same guy like since June when he was fourth at Memorial. I mean, other than he had a win this season. He was uh, in Hawaii the first week of the year. But otherwise, the last few months, you know, June, July, August, not, that's not the most solid form from Siwoo, plus a, a guy that just says Siwoo go home and, and quits. So if it's too hot, we're going to fade Siwoo maybe potentially because you got to eliminate people. We're not only picking six. So what about this then? You know, you, t- you make a good point about motivations. I mean, we're when you look at a guy like Adam Shank, who's the bare minimum, 
But mm -hmm. really, the last this summer since May, he's put up. Look at this, like some a bunch of top sevens and better. You know, yeah. some missed cuts thrown in there. I think the money might make a difference to him, and he might have some motivation. And that's a huge savings. And like you said, everybody's going to have to dig from the bottom of the barrel. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I kind of almost like the idea of taking Adam Shank, and then we might be able to, you know, take take an, an extra guy or two for more money later on. So okay, I just want to like see that. what that does for us just to take $5,200 Adam Shank. Okay. Look, look, yeah, we'll get to him, but I wanted to fade more people. Oh, okay. Sure. Um, I'm worried about injuries. Okay. So I don't know, but I, if Hideki was in the field, I would fade him because he's always sketchy. So is Jason Day at mm -hmm. $7,400. Now, he's not a popular pick, and I don't think he's going to be somebody that these other two people that we're playing against have, but I don't, I don't trust him. Uh, we also, Know that Tony Finau is not 100% based on seeing him up close and personal during a T7. Uh -huh. But at the same time, he's had a little bit of struggles the last two weeks. If he could give up, he could be done. He doesn't care. Uh, so I'm fading Day, Finau, and then ankle on Tom Kim. He That may be injured. However, <laughs> T2, 24, T10, I don't know if his ankles are bothering his swing. So, But I think we got to fade somebody somewhere. So I was thinking about those guys. Yeah. I wasn't going to click day. I wasn't going to click Fino. I think the question mark is it's basically Spieth on down. There's these six guys. Who do we want? Who do we not want? Okay. 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 More people we could eliminate. Seven. Seven. You want to, you want to eliminate people that putted too well last week? Yeah. That's always a good. Okay. Good Fitzpatrick led the field. Uh, the reason Fitzpatrick was good is because his flat stick got hot and that led him to into the field. He was the only guy outside of the top 30 that made it into East Lake. Fitzpatrick fade off of the putter alone. Brian Harmon putted too well, but he puts well. That, yeah, uh, pretty Brian so, that doesn't concern me. Yeah, that's kind of his game. Hovland putted too well. See, that's oh. another. That, Come on, let's go. Let's get off of Hovland right in the time where uh, hey. our other two people have him and they can go down with the ship. And he's already – he's grinding still apparently. On, he's on the driving range. He's on the putting green, closing it down. Homa putted too well last week. He gained 5.8 strokes putting. Okay. So we could we – could, I mean, from the takeaway of who putted too good because we like to fade those names, Hovland is get, you know, gets us off of Hovland. Yeah, I like that. Like that a Xander, lot. Xander, okay, so people that put a 2.0 strokes, Xander, Clark, Hatton, and Burns. But we know Clark and Burns are good putters. So they're have and Xander too is sometimes a good putter. Yeah. Okay, how about people we want that putted poorly? Last uh, week, Lucas Glover. Correct. Lucas Glover still gained with his irons and lost with the putter again. So Glover, could he be back into our life? I would love that actually for you. Yeah, I think I'm gonna click him in here with. Yeah. With Straka. Or with Shank. Shank. Okay, okay, okay. So then we've kind of gone through some of the stuff. Fowler lost strokes putting and his irons good, and so did Cantley, but we're not going to get be able to afford those two names, I don't think. So here's the thing. We've got to decide, Eric, on the free squares of the week. We've already eliminated Hatton, who could potentially at $6,900 be a free square. That's kind of cheap. Uh, Morikawa at $7,700, not starting with a lot of strokes. What is he starting? One under? But he's the type of person that Rory was one under par after one hole last year, nine strokes back, and ended up winning the tournament. 
Right. So Morikawa, if his if his putter cooperates at seventy seven hundred dollars, that could be the one you need. So at Morikawa at seventy seven, do we have to do we have to do that? We might have to here, and I just want to see what he's done in the past. He hasn't really played here well at all, and it's a lot of it had to do with the fact that he putted poorly. Ah, six in twenty twenty. I guess that's nice. All, all at East Lake, which is good. We're not worried about different courses for this tour championship in mo- the modern era. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, you know, he's the price he's, is just so fair. It is. It really is. Let's click and we're used, to, and, we, and he has the he. Uh, you know, you have to look at the guys that are one under Taylor Moore, Nick Taylor, Shank, Jason Day. And Morikawa, he's the one guy out of that list of names that I that I'd be like, oh, I'm not shocked he finishes T three. Right, right. Another name at even par that's in the free square category could be potentially Jordan Spieth at sixty seven hundred dollars. Do you like Jordan Spieth? Do we have to click that? I I I looked at it. I mean, that was the thing, and you know, the initial builds. It's like, oh, I can have Spieth. I can have. You know these, but then then you also look at the reality is that yeah he's starting ten strokes back, but can Spieth make a shitload of birdies? Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. 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 Just see what cool. he's done recently here because I wasn't a hundred percent sure its form's all right. Yeah, he didn't play great last week, but I mean he, he didn't play started well. But yeah, I mean a six at FedEx St. Jude. That's nice to see. Didn't Spieth win it here once? Oh, that was a long time ago at a different place. I'm not sure. Oh, in 2015. Yeah, but that was not with scoring or anything. Uh, oh, that was it. it was still at this course. It was still at this course, which I, I like. Mm, yeah. Said, well, according to this database, it says it was at East Lake, but maybe it's wrong. It is. I think it is. I'm looking at Smart Golf Pass. Uh, but yeah, so Spieth at $6,700, hard to ignore. Another name is hard, that's hard to ignore is someone that's also even par that starts out at, is $6,100, Sam Burns. Right. We don't need to do this, though. You, you, you're seeing. We are left with $14,600 if we include Glover, Shank, Morikawa, Spieth, and Burns. So we need to get rid of probably Burns. Correct. So this is the problem. Is Burns is too good, too priced too well. So therefore he's going to be too popular. I think he's going to be clicked by the other two people. So I think if we got off of him, then at least then we can hopefully get different in, in the game of DraftKings. That's the whole goal. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, without Burns, we got $10,350, which is pretty good. And if we take, Xander. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that's gonna leave us only with Fitzpatrick, who we don't want. Mm-hmm. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So do we go up to Rory, and then who do we have left? We've got Big Tony Finau, which we don't want either. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to try to make the case oh. for John John Rom. Wow. Okay, talk me into it because God, he's been bad. It's- not been that bad. I guess I, I should look to see what has caused his most recent problems. Is it the putter related? Not really. Oh, I guess it's mostly everything. yeah, it's mostly just average red on T to green here. Um John Rahm will not be used by either of our opponents. In fact, he will be the least owned of the major names this week because of everyone's fear of what his recent form has been. A 37th FedEx and 31 last week. This is the type of guy that did come into the Masters off of a miscut and won. 
Uh, so I do kind of think that he can find it and figure it out. And this is the dude that's going to be considered as the player of the year. He may end up winning the Masters, winning the Genesis, winning uh, the Amex and the Tournament of Champions and not getting player of the year if because he's just struggled here because Scotty has had such a good statistical season. I mean, that that could be seriously disappointing for John Rahm, who uh, we I mean, at one point early in what is this March, we thought that this dude would never lose a tournament again. Yeah. God, that's so funny to think about. Yeah, and if nobody wants him, nobody's using him. We get 11-6. That saves us a lot of money off of these other names. John Rahm, are you kidding me? Starting at six under par, one stroke back of Rory. Let's get Scheffler a bogey out the gate. We got Rahm a birdie out the gate. We're two back with Rahm at 11-6. No <laughs> God, give me that. And then that leaves us 91, which puts us at the Wyndham Clark, which we'd actually click. I would click it. Yeah. But I don't know. But, but see, then then you may not even need to do Shank because you can get you can get weird. I don't know. But you like Shank? No, I'm not saying I like Shank. I only like it for the reason that he seems like one of the few guys in the field that that has that that would be happy. Would probably be happy with an extra few hundred thousand bucks between the difference of. I don't know the guy. I just know that he's not like he's not one of the, these. It doesn't seem like he's in the same category as somebody's pampered. People. You're totally right about that. He's a Midwest kid, born and raised in Indiana or something like that. So, okay, okay, what else? Do you like that idea with Rom, or are we dumb to pick Rom because he's bad lately? Because we're all you're on recent form. This is kind of like you have to you have to realize like this is technically the Super Bowl. Like, do can they get up for something? Do these elite golfers have the ability to put another level? On their game, I don't know. I mean, he's his he's done well at this course. Um, I know the format makes makes things a little bit different. I don't can't remember when we started this. Was this two years ago? Three years ago? When they twenty nineteen, I believe that was the first year. Twenty nineteen when Rory won it, or wait, yeah, Rory won the twenty nineteen was the first year that we had it. Well, but and Xander won the won the normal. Oh, and then and then oh, that's right. But then didn't Tiger win? Tiger won in twenty eighteen. I want to say yeah, he won in twenty eighteen. Yeah, and Justin Rose won the FedEx Cup or something like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then he won the Masters in twenty nineteen. So they didn't have that format yet because I don't remember it being like a yeah, yeah. Okay, so do do okay. So let me talk to you just one second, comparing Shank to Straka. Uh, okay. Straka hasn't played as great recently, but we know that the John Deere was a win, and we had the T2 the following week. Showed up tired at the 3M Open and missed the cut, and he's getting back on track. We're going to Georgia, where if you remember correctly, I believe Sepp Straka went to the University of Georgia. He has on the bag Kevin Kisner's caddy, because Kevin's hurt or whatever. So that's a Georgia guy with Georgia connections. So if we're looking at a you know narrative situation here, Straka could have shaken off a little bit of that weak play. 37th isn't horrible. He has 66 in round four. That gives him motivation going into this week because he had his best round. He did, you know, finishing strong in these events, whatever. So I would say, like, the only argument against that is uh, it's $200 more, which puts us at 89. And then instead of Clark, you got Fleetwood or M. Mm-hmm. Any interest in any of that? Or my- uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't see a whole lot of difference between Straka and, and Shank. And actually, I think you've made a decent argument for Straka, who I did click initially. 
Okay. I think in the lineup that I made, I, I screenshotted for you. He was in that. And then, I mean, I don't know M. I mean, he's let's ha- have a heart play here. I mean, hey, runner up last year, right? And actually coming in with decent form, like he had been pittering out, like you know, middle of the summer. But for Jeez. some reason, maybe he's clicking. And he starts at two under. So it's not a but great. See, I don't know. I and Tom Fleetwood has the stats and everything going for him lately too. Right, and Fleetwood is. Let's see. But okay, okay. So so, Me. not that that should matter. But I think honestly, like it might because we don't really care about Straka or what's his face Shank. They're the same human to us. The right. two the, the two hundred bucks gets us to Wyndham Clark, which, I mean, other than Scheffler, other than. Uh, Rom, the next guy who has multiple wins and a major this season is Wyndham Clark. Like, could potentially make a run out of four under par and get to win this thing and actually have a real solid case of player of the year. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I I do like falling on Wyndham. I know, and then this spends us all the money, or or we go we don't care about Morikawa and we start kind of reworking some of this or we don't want to use Glover because if you don't use Glover then you can actually use like Clark M together yeah what do we know about Glover in this course it's not great let's see and then who knows yeah but we but Glover's in a different world right now right 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 no absolutely it's gonna oh look at this lineup so we got we take out a couple of things we got Rom what did I remove? I removed Glover. I removed Morikawa because they're, you know, Morikawa is what he is. We got Rom, M, Fleetwood, Spieth, Clark, and Shank. What do you think of that? It's pretty close to what I have here. I mean, I Where kept I clip Morikawa and. Well, do you have your screen ready to be shared or not? No, I don't. Oh. I just have it on my phone. But you were like clicking around and you came up with something similar to that? No, I just came up with what we kind of ended on here just recently, which is Rom, Morikawa, mm-hmm. Wyndham Clark, Glover, Shank, Spieth. I think there's a case to be said about Lucas Glover. I mean, he. I do too. I do too. Like, like okay, he's just won like what? Probably like $4 million in the last like, yeah. month. Yeah. Because he won three and a half the FedEx St. Jude. Right, right. Okay. So he's at like $5 million. He's just won. You don't. You're not. You're not telling me that he wants to win this whole goddamn thing. Oh, and, and then he wants to make everyone look at him and for, as a Ryder Cup potential. Well, and then nineteen million dollars. He's in this. He, or what did you say? Is eighteen to the first or seventeen? Eight. Like, yeah, yeah, eighteen to first, and then it goes six and a half, five, four, three, two and a half, two, one and a half, one point like two. He, five. Knows, he, <clears throat> he knows he'll never have this opportunity again. So if he can get if he can finish fifth or fourth, he wins another four or three million dollars, dude. Or or win it, or actually end up and then, and then never have to play golf again, and his his wife and family are going to be happy. And it's a lover Glover. You're the lover Glover, right? So the only thing I can say is that I I you know you're we're talking okay. So you go down to M, and then you can go up to somebody else. You can get like Straka, but then it's like. Or Grillo, but you don't like Grillo. We don't like Grillo. Grillo's weird, man. Sometimes he makes a lot of birdies. 
He's been playing so well a lot. Yeah. I mean, for oh, in the sun, in this in the hotness, we don't want him. No. He was having a bad time on a, just an absolutely perfect day at the 3M open. Well, that was his only bad round. If I, I just looked back at that. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, it's like the only one in the seventies. Okay, so then, I mean, this lineup feels like it just came together for us a little bit. I think so too. And I like Clark just as much as I like him, or Fleetwood. And Fleetwood might have blown his load in this little stretch. We don't know about him. He's from Georgia or has a house in Georgia. Maybe that'll that'll make him bad. Right. And then he was runner up last year. How could he do that again? Right. Yeah. And Morikawa, no like, can we just not have Morikawa finally come through with like, have a good week, Morikawa? It's been a while. Right. And you're in your 77, you can easily pay that off. And I don't think we're going to get, nobody's going to have this combo. No one wants, they're not going to start with Rom. They're not going to use Glover. They're probably not going to do Glover Clark. Fuck no. No one wants Shank. They're going to get Burns or, they're going to be scared to go down to Shank. So I think we end up with like six golfers and these other two people don't have out of 30. And that'd be great. That would be. Yeah. So should, we, should we lock this in? Are we good? I've assigned it already. Oh, good. All right, cool. So uh, I'll assign this. So and I'm, I'm going to do it at the same. I'm going to make a bunch of lineups just based on what we talked about. So we can see like, oh, God. We put in that. That you and I have the exact same lineup. Yeah. In <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so thank you for following again this season. We're done with the pod for this day, and next time you'll see us is September fourth. Well, I guess it'll be yeah, it'll be the thirteenth of September for the Fortinet Championship. So we got a little off season here, and then uh, two weeks after that, Eric's the Ryder Cup. We know that there'll be DraftKings for that. Uh, we also have another five events in, before December. <laughs> so we we'll yeah. doing pods. Are you going to do a fall swing league? No. No? Yeah. That's a pretty not, good idea. Yeah, I'm just... It's tired. Yeah. yeah. And NFL. NFL just takes over. Right. Oh, that's true. We need to focus on that next. What I really want you guys to keep in mind is that this shit is roulette. It is pure gambling. The words that we said today are just simply letters that were formed together into words, and then we put those words into sentences and spoke them to you, recorded it, and you just saw it. But you have to remember that or we remind you again that hashtag we're not hashtag experts and that we can't predict shit. No one can predict shit. So don't trust anything but your own beer gut brain and click for fun and avoid tilt play for low stakes. That will keep you coming back. That will keep you having fun. And then you will not hate golf. You will not hate tweet about golf and you will not think golf is stupid. You will enjoy it because I know from personal experience that exact thing. We know we know we've learned the hard way. Good luck this week. Have fun. Or don't even play this week, actually. <laughs> Thanks for subscribing. See you in a couple weeks. See ya. Peace. <clears throat>